This time on Whatever We Want, we talk about... Hawkeye, episodes one and two, Never Meet Your Heroes, and Hide and Seek. Spoilers, major huge big spoilers ahead. There are time codes down in the description if you would like to jump around. We talk everything from uh, the new characters like Swordsman and Echo, what's going to happen next episode, and potential tie-ins to Spider-Man No Way Home and the rest of the MCU, all that and more. Enjoy! Butter, pre, pre, butter, butter, pre, butter, peanut butter. Daniel, happy Thanksgiving! Woo. Happy Thanksgiving, my guy. Well, festive <laughs> for our audio listeners. We've got special hats on. I've got a Thanksgiving turkey trot shirt on. Daniel looks like a giant baby, but it's a pilgrim hat. <laughs> pro- was a pilgrim woman? Is it the one that I guess. Wear these? I, um, I don't know. I actually created a Thanksgiving song <laughs> many years ago to annoy my sister. It's actually just the first verse of a Thanksgiving song, but I'd like to perform it here today. <clears throat> Hit me with it. When Halloween is come and gone, and Christmas isn't here, we gather round the table for a special time of year. Thanksgiving! 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 That's all I have so far. That's pretty Maybe good, I'll dude. Extend it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no Thanksgiving songs. There's like some Halloween, like Monster Mash, and then it's just Christmas. So I was like, we need a Thanksgiving song. And I came up with half a verse of one. <laughs> Pretty legit. I hope everyone's having a good Thanksgiving. This release is on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I hope everybody's doing a good time with their family and all that. Anyways, uh, we have a lot to talk about. We have two episodes of Hawkeye. You ready to jump into the introduction? Yeah, let's just jump right into it, dude. You may want us to talk about this or that, but we don't care. We're going to talk about whatever we want. Lamp. Welcome back to wherever we want. Uh, whatever we want, the podcast will reach. Including Daniel, through the Handsome Gentleman, talking about movies, TV shows, giving behind the scenes insights, filmmaking techniques, all that jazz, and more. We do care what you want to talk about. We just say that's the little jingle we made a while ago. We're talking about Hawkeye. Woo. Episode. Let's just jump into episode one. Dude. Never meet your heroes. What do you think overall? I thought it was great how it opened up with Kate and how... Like, it's showing, like, how she's inspired and all that. Yeah, like, yeah. like I didn't think it was be going back it to that. It was cool to like, see it cool from see. a different perspective. From, like, a civilian perspective, you know? Also, it's, like, it's, it's probably rough to have a penthouse in New York at that time. Because, like, you're at, yeah. like, the top of the... Like, where they're going to hit first, pretty much. It's the right highest next point. to, like, Stark Avengers Tower at that time. Yeah, it's a cool view, but, like... But, like... Also, I wonder who bought... Like, I know we know we knew from, like, Spider-Man Homecoming that, like, he was selling the Avengers Tower, but do we ever... We never found out who it was. Do you think it's, like, Oscorp or, like, the Fantastic Four? Because they mentioned it again in this series. I have no idea. I could see it being, like, the Fantastic... I don't know. It could be Fantastic Four. Because yeah. I feel like they're not going to do... There's theories before it was like Oscorp. Right. Maybe it's like nothing, but when the multiverse meshes... Meshes? Merges? Meshes. <laughs> it'll be... Merges. Oscorp, <laughs> maybe, or something. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be awesome to see. Actually, That's what I think could happen. It could be that, um, or it could be Fantastic Four. I think it's going to be one of the two. Either that, or it could be some other corporation like Roxxon. Or, yeah. Um, or AIM. I really liked... Just next after the this opening scene, the opening credits had um just showed like her growing up, so it doesn't mm-hmm. like not waste time, but it doesn't have to show the audience that like in real life. It's just the opening credits shows like she's done all this training, she's just done martial arts. I thought that was a creative way to get the audience up to speed. Also, just the whole graphic style in general. Yeah, um, I really liked. So kudos to the team that did that. I mean, the, the illustrators and designers that did that whole intro was awesome. Yeah. And then we get into the Christmas mood. And what did you think of Rogers the musical? It's so bad. I loved it. I would pay to see that. Why did they add Pim at that? Like, what? I or, could do this all like, day. 
or whatever it was. Like, okay, that I was, was like, vibe into like, that. That was like the line, okay? It that was, was so line. good. <laughs> but I, I definitely I, see that. I get Clint's perspective here. Also, yeah, no, I, like I, see, how- I was, I felt bad because like it made me feel bad because I was like, I could do this all day, like dancing in my seat, and then like I just saw Clint, and, and I was like, oh my gosh, Clint, like, like thinking about Natasha. this would be so tough for him. Like they showed that really well. He can't and I felt do bad. it all day. He can't. He wants to, but he he stopped. He he literally stopped doing that stuff. No, so the that day he could ended. Be with his so family. he's done. His shift is over. <laughs> <laughs> they did a good job of showing how traumatic that would be for Clint, and also shows us Clint's hearing aid introduced from the comics, which would make yep. sense after years of Avengering that your ears would be really messed up. I also really like so Hawkeye's daughter, Leela Barton. She's played mm-hmm. by Ava Russo, who's actually Joe Russo's daughter. Um, they like casted her for her when she was a few years older in Endgame and they just kept her. So it's cool that that like small role that Joe Russo gave to his daughter, uh, she like, it's like working out is like still like now a big part in a series. Um, but I also that just, I wanted to mention, I think it's cool that Marvel is exploring TV shows because when there's like a movie, like a tentpole movie, like the hype like ramps up and is super intense for like a week or two and then it like kind of dies off with a tv mm-hmm. show that hype like spreads out and is like across like a month and a half or something like that however long yeah. the series is so i just thought that was cool interesting and then we're introduced to present day kate bishop destroying a bell tower uh she gets off pretty easy for doing that like, she she's does just like oh, i mean we'll pay for it you lose your credit card like what <laughs> i mean yeah but you know they got money they're loaded yeah, it's like a different different perspective, I guess. Oh, you destroy like a. How much do you think that would cost to do both a, a bell and clock tower? A lot. <laughs> Ugh, I don't know. What What are your thoughts on just uh, Haley Steinfeld's performance? Uh, amazing job, amazing. I I really like that her as like an actress. I I watched her a few years ago on something, and then like she's been in Bumblebee, and I really think she does a great job. Um, and I'm excited to see how she does in this. So I'm going to jump ahead. Who do you think is, like, behind, like, everything? We're getting introduced to a lot of characters, but we get introduced to, like, um, at, like, this black market underground deal. Like, um, her her mom's fiancé, like, Jack, whatever his name is. Uh, yep. Jack Duquesne. That name's familiar. He's actually, in the comics, Jack Duquesne, the fiancé of the mom. He is the, he's called the swordsman in the comics. He was, like, yeah, a circus performer right. that is, like, really good at sword doing sword fights <laughs> uh, which we see in that fencing thing uh but he also has like a criminal background so i'm w- i'm wondering how much of that's gonna be like he's gonna be like a criminal overlord or something like that i think him and the mom might be in cahoots because yeah. i think something might be up with that and the mom seems to be just turning a blind eye to everything that kate brings up so i think the mom might also be a bad guy what are your thoughts on that i mean it makes sense because there's benefits that come with that because like when we start off with kate right her family is going through financial trouble. Like they're talking about selling the penthouse and stuff like that. Now right. it seems like they're still well off right now, but we don't know how much of that's still transferred. So I think because good, of, I don't know. Yeah, something that must have turned around. Maybe. But I either don't know. way, I mean, she has a security firm now, but like the inheritance there could be a good motive. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah inheritance from Armand that they killed potentially. Yeah. I mean, he had the what's what's it called? The, the butterscotch. Candy. Butterscotch. Yeah. I saw that. I was like. <gasps> <laughs> and Kate was like, <laughs> but at the same time, okay. So here's the thing, right? I get yeah. that as like a ploy, but like they're also related. So like you can't just say it. That's like, yeah, I don't know. Like they could just both like butterscotch, maybe. <laughs> like they, they, could, they could both just. He could have been over before he died. 
like right. not that night, but like had grabbed like, some. some or like, yeah. I don't know. So I get I get the idea there, but like it's it's a loose loose lead. But with her with him being like yeah. a swordsman and then like you know him dying from a sword like that makes yeah. more sense. And also the fact that we as the audience know that he took the Ronin sword like true. Yeah, I wonder if like you could track that like it was the Ronin sword or something like that. Well, it's probably gonna um, be on the death um or autopsy. I don't know if they're gonna be trying to get to the body later. Um, because maybe the, it depends on how he killed him. If he killed him with like the expandable feature, like you'd be able to tell that, right? I don't know. I'm not an autopsy professional or sword <laughs> professional. Although I wish I was. <laughs> I have an interesting. I have an interesting theory though that I think could. Mm-hmm progress wait let me check how many episodes there's gonna be six episodes of hawkeye so that'll bring us to one two three four five two right after when spider-man releases so spider-man releases between episodes five and six and both of these take place in christmas of 2024 in the mcu i think what's gonna happen is something's gonna like explode in the multiverse in like spidey no way home and that's gonna impact and influence um the end of hawkeye and something crazy is gonna happen maybe hawkeye will die and maybe Kate Bishop will like take up the mantle of Hawkeye from that point on. Or I think that Aww. could potentially happen. I wouldn't want that to happen. My boy Clint. <laughs> you got his family back just to die? That'd be kind of rude. Yeah, but but I don't I think that could be <laughs> or it could just be his excuse to like retire or something. But I think episode five of the Hawkeye is gonna happen, then Spider-Man's is gonna happen, the multiverse is gonna break open, and then we'll see the aftermath of that in Hawkeye episode six, which is like right before Christmas. I think we will see that in the aftermath. Like it's gonna be getting into like the next arc of the MCU. We know that we're gonna be getting to the multiverse yeah. stuff. But there's also an arc here that we're starting to see in these first two episodes. And it's where Kate was talking to Clint about what he's selling. Right? And it's about inspiration. Um because what we're getting right now is the next generation of the Avengers. So Young Avengers. Clint. Did you see there's an interview with Kate Bishop or not with Kate Bishop with uh Haley Steinfeld where Someone from the audience asks about, like, Young Avengers starting up, and Kate, like, turns around to look at Kevin, like, kind of concerned, like, can I say anything? And Kevin Feige's just, like, staring at her, like, do not say anything, stare. So, like, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> do you think uh, she's going to, like, start inspiring people, or do you think by the end of Hawkeye, no, I th- Hawkeye will I think start, Clint like, is gonna be more selling inspiration? Like, he's going to stop okay. being, like, like actually doing the action but he's going to be right. more like the mentor role maybe okay we're I mean, also kind of just seeing it here with how he's like teaching your stuff like subtly like how to lose a lead or like how to right. properly mend herself true well, we only have six episodes for it so we'll see how much yeah. they can do because right now they do not like or she he does not like her um but yeah so then we get into episode two like episode one happens like we said hawkeye and kate bishop finally meet at the end of episode one and they interact I love, though, like, I mean, not that her apartment burns down, but when he, like, catches the Molotov and chucks it back, chucks like, it that back? was sick. Dude, that was badass, dude. <laughs> oh, like, sorry, I want to talk about, I really like, so speaking of, like, creative fights, I really liked in the wine cellar, when she was kicking butt with, like, the different oh, bottles yeah, of wine. Bottles, like, that was so yeah. creative and so cool. Like I, I liked I when she, really like, punched that. through the rack and, like, the bottle yeah. shot through and got the guy. That was cool. Also, there Makes- was that one shot where she's, like, posing like this, you know? <laughs> and the and the mafia guy shot the bottle like i feel like that's like 10 times harder to do he's just showing off he's like this is a warning shot i know you have plot armor <laughs> but i could shoot you if i wanted to at the same time i'm sure the ronin suit is probably like bulletproof or maybe i don't just think of like a T'Challa i don't think thing. so i might be getting T'Challa. Messed up. i do like though her in the ronin suit like the, the How is hood too big? looks a little too big and like a little awkward which is funny because she's like a kid and like it looked pretty cool on Hawkeye in Endgame, but then to see her like 
kind of goofy little round, goofing around in it. I thought that was really cool because she wouldn't be like an expert. She seemed pretty good, pretty capable um, for the most part. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah. fighting off against all these mafia guys, like the track gang, track yeah. suit gang. That's the dumbest. Like, I guess you can tell that's like a legit name or not. That's the dumbest name. No, that's definitely so the name. What do, we, what do you name your mafia gang if to, oh, to compete oh with God. that ridiculousness? You should be the baby gang. Cause you've yeah, we'd be, we'd be the, yeah, I was going to say, we should be like the Pilgrim Mafia or something like that. The Pilgrim Pals. Yeah. <laughs> what am I? The Turkey Trotters. Turkey I don't know. Trotter. Nah, yeah, maybe. Turkey Trolls. I don't know. <laughs> Pilgrim Pillagers. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that just came to mind. No, head. you're good. I like in how Clint in the drugstore knows exactly what supplies like they're going to need to clean the wounds like their wounds because he's been avenging for so long and he's just a dude like he probably has to do yeah, this again, like it's, it's all related the to, time like, the, the human nature of like his yeah. character like yeah he is avenger but like he doesn't have like asgardian skin or right. like super he's soldier like, serum rub- rubbing alcohol and he like is like bottom shelf like he barely glances and he knows like the layout of the drugstore cuz he's probably been in like a million drugstores to get this this these same like seven things to clean his wounds kind of thing. Yeah. I really liked how they show and they're exploring it in the series how much Hawkeye sacrifices for his hero work. Like they explored it a little bit before, but like he's kind of like Spider-Man, like where he does the right thing for the greater good, but that often comes at the expense of time of with his family yeah. and time for himself. To, yeah. So I really like how they're showing that. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for the guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, especially it also becomes more tragic. Like again, like at the beginning of it when we were like looking at Tasha and stuff too, or and Rogers. But Rogers the musical, <laughs> I could do this all day. But no, he has a lot of trauma, and like it's it's tough to see because at the same time, like he's trying to just get back to normalcy. And no matter what he does, no matter where he goes, he's always everyone's... dragged back in. A well, twenty-two-year-old like, kid. But even when he's like when he's paying for or wants to pay for dinner at the Chinese place or. Right, like he wanted to be normal, but he couldn't. Right, be. so I, I, that hit much deeper. He's too busy larping. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to larping, I just want to say Hawkeye's haircut is so much better than it is in Endgame. I'm so glad they changed that yes. back. Yes. But which represents like his sanity coming back for these his family's back. Uh, but also, yeah, let's just get to larping, like Hawkeye larping. Like that was so that was funny. So funny. It's something I just never expected to ever see, <laughs> but I'm glad it happened. <laughs> The live action role playing, uh, like the slow mo, and like this epic. He's like, wait, going through like tons of people, like, like he's actually taking like, them down. He's like yeah. a hero, <laughs> yeah. The slow mo. He finally um, gets to the guy. I like how he tracked the guy down through like social media. He just saw him like yeah. on a post. I love, yeah. I like how he's like, uh, and I fought Thanos, and <laughs> like he's going yeah. against this guy. <laughs> I like the guy, cling, 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 cling. <laughs> like, yeah, that guy. <laughs> that would so be me. It's just like. Uh. Uh. So do you think funny. they have a? Do you think they have like a sound effect guy for like every like honorable battle like that? <laughs> Maybe. So that's just like, they his have, job? like different. <laughs> what if they have like? All right, you do the clings. I'll do like the horse. Like ba bum ba bum ba bum ba bum. Like as they're going along. <laughs> it's just I'll be all the, the sheets. Shing. <laughs> it's all what? It's just all the bards in the party. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the action music. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> Oh no, it's like a guy just singing Rogers the Musical. Like, that's the theme song of the LARP. <laughs> Clint just goes full out, like, no, like, actually, like, hitting people. <laughs> too yeah, far, too far. What if, it would be so funny if they, like, took the Avengers theme and made it from, like, a non diegetic oh. to, like, a diegetic. There's, like, a guy oh singing, da, 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 as they're, like, fighting. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, we should do this. Let's make do a thing, Do you think the Avengers, Avengers theme is in the MCU? I don't know, but I really wish it was. Imagine like, I, I if love it was when like they played. changed those like non-diegetic to like diegetic. Non-diegetic means like yeah. in film, it's like not in the world, but diegetic means it's like playing on the radio, like it is in. So like yeah. non-diegetic would be like the score, but like diegetic, like the Guardians of the Galaxy play with it a lot. Like the, often the score is like a popular '70s song, and then yep, it cuts it like pans into like Star Lord, who then is playing it on his like cassette player. So that goes from non-diegetic to diegetic. So it'd be really cool if like the score of Avengers did that in LARP, <laughs> LARPing, <laughs> or even in the musical. Like imagine if it was in the musical, yeah. like as a score there, that would have been cool. Um, I I kind of want to go back and listen to those cues. I wonder like how much they developed Rogers the musical, if they just developed like that song, or if they like developed like, like an actual a musical whole thing behind it. Because I know Marvel <laughs> does often develop like things very deeply so i wonder if there is like a rogers musical out there <laughs> you're googling that now yes <laughs> when they were pitching it it was an innocent suggestion in one of our meetings and then renner said dude i love this i love this already <laughs> when he first heard about it <laughs> yeah they said if we're gonna produce a broadway show we're gonna have it be a part of avengers history we need to see a mashup oh wow scott whitman the composer behind the musical Hairspray actually worked on rogers the musical oh that's really cool that's awesome there was a full production renner said Performance was shot over two days in front of hundreds of people in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. Really? Uh, I guess it was a whole number. Okay, so it wasn't a whole production. It was just a whole number. But still, the number was like a full song. Like, they did the whole song like as a, as a Broadway production. Yeah, so I, I, that's kind of cool. Kind of interesting. Rogers the musical. <laughs> then, like, he gets the suit back. And it's interesting blocking. We then cut to Kate and her mom and the p- p- almost future stepdad at dinner. Mm-hmm. She sat like one seat removed from him just to kind of emphasize that disconnect and show that separation between them. So I thought that was kind of cool that they did that. Uh, yeah. Then they fence. I like how she's fencing in those like her aunt's like floral pants. So yeah. that, that was funny. <laughs> like she didn't change. And then the tracksuit gang captures Hawkeye. Yep. And at the end, we see Echo. That character at the end, that lady is Echo. She, uh, also known as Maya Lopez. Um, in the comics, she's actually like a Daredevil character. And she's, she actually was Ronin in the comics before Hawkeye was. So my theory is that she was Ronin. I think she was Ronin before Hawkeye, like Clint Barton was, took up that mantle. And maybe mm-hmm. she was blipped like during the snap. Like she got snapped away. Then Hawkeye took up the mantle and kind of got the name of Ronan into a bunch of trouble. Now she's upset that she's like, he's like taken up her identity and now she's kind of getting back at him. Maybe mm. that's my potential theory. Maybe they're going to work cool together. To yeah. I don't know, but I think that could be a connection there. Cause she is Ronan in the comics before Hawkeye was. So do you think hmm. Hawkeye's going to make it home to Christmas? I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be tight. Like he's going to try his best and then something's going to happen. And then I think he will blip stuff. Or no, he's going to get home, and that's going to be not the you know what I mean, the multiverse stuff. Right. I think what's going to happen, so there's four episodes left, and I think they said there's five days till Christmas, so I think every this episode is going to be another day. day. Yeah. And then he's going to make it home right before Christmas, hopefully. Yeah. So what, what do you think is going to happen next time? So he's going to be talking to Echo, and I'm going to try to work out a deal. Yeah, they'll probably like figure out if she is a good guy or bad guy. We'll get some backstory on her, maybe. Yeah. So I mean, she wanted him alive. So there's negotiating to be had. I feel like Clint has something that she wants, whether it be the Ronan mantle or the suit, maybe. They also want Kate because Kate prevented them from doing their deal. There's also importance with what the watch. Yeah, they want. I don't know what that watch is about, really. It's from the Avengers Avengers compound. compound. Whose watch is it? Do you think? I don't know. It might be like a nanotech watch or something. 
um, or some other like hidden abilities. Like, yeah, maybe like an Iron Man something. It, it, basically, this article I'm reading has no idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see next week. Uh, we'll cover next week's episode as well. I feel like Clint and Kate are going to have like this debt that they need to pay off to the mafia to get them off their back. The tracksuit mafia. Yeah, with this watch thing. TSM. So, so they're going to try to do that. And then try to get Clint home. But then Kate's going to pull Clint in with, like, the whole murder thing. And Clint's going to be like, I don't want any part of this. But then he's going to be dragged in. Yeah. All right. Well, ready for patron shoutouts? Yeah, hit me with them. Cue the Epic Star Wars music. Boost got Patreon. Lloyd, Frank, Rick, Lisa, Evan, Tony. Thank you so much for pledging the tier. You can see the shoutout if you want to support us over on Patreon. Like, it's down in the description. You get episodes early. The audio episode early. Special benefits, cool perks, um, all that jazz and more. We talk to you sometimes. You get to vote on certain podcast episodes. Yeah, thank you so much to our patron supporters. We're able to do giveaways. because of you. Um, let's also do a comment review shout out. If you want to leave a review or a comment, we will shout them out. Uh, so if you want to leave a review on a YouTube video or a comment on the comments for or, uh, review on Apple Podcasts, maths, words. So on our episode, Who Would Win? Fandom Characters that we had with Julia, um, Carson, the amazing Carson said, you got to do another one of these. Um, so we should do another one of those. That would be really cool. I do enjoy them so i, I there it was awesome dude i love going yeah, that was fun for characters i wish you guys knew more about shaggy and his yeah, ultimate power but i, w- I have another <laughs> one we, i want to pitch shape for next time but it's going to be uh mando versus cad bane from star wars oh yeah that'd be cool so we'll talk about that yeah. another time and, uh, if you want to leave a review, comment leave a comment about uh what you're looking forward to in hawkeye uh yeah um all right so how many arrows do you think they're going to use? Put that down right. Will they have infinite quiver? <laughs> they're probably going to make a joke about that at some point. I hope they do. Um, well, I like how there's a joke earlier. There's no trick arrows because we know that there's, there's going to be a point where they get yeah. the trick arrow, arrows. They're so. setting up a lot of things. I'm excited for those payoffs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ready for introduction? Yes. Tell me when. When. We just talked about whatever we want to talk about. And now we're done. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Seriously, really appreciate it. We will be back next week for Hawkeye Episode 3. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.